Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money for other things, like a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for a year. To enter, go to Family Values Radio 1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win and look for bonus entry opportunities. That's Family Values Radio 1010.com and enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. See our website for details. Good morning and welcome to Hump Day. Happy birthday to my youngest son, by the way, December the 2nd here, 2020. It's almost over. We've got one more holiday, uh, the Christmas holiday, then New Year's in 2021. It cannot be any worse than 2020, can it? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, as if you didn't know, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com, and uh, we got so much stuff to talk about today. Another new banking rule getting ready to go into effect. I'll keep you updated on it. Uh, we'll get to that today. We had ADP. It's the first week of the month. Jobs data out. Not very good today. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, gold and silver. Gold's up again. Uh, right now, gold's up 11 at 1825 and rising silver uh just getting ready to go positive again silver back above $24 that was quick wasn't it uh think about it on monday monday morning silver was 21 and change now up about you know but that's how silver does silver it's quick uh gold i mean gold was 1760 monday morning uh eight almost 1830 here uh, today uh, a couple of things obviously uh I uh, want to send out some uh, support for the – we got the football playoffs going on uh, in Colorado here in Arizona. Uh, a lot of you know uh, my son's team. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. You know, they're, they're a pretty good team. They're, they're in the playoffs and usually competing for a state championship. Uh, they have a, a semifinal matchup this Friday. Uh, Brooke, who works for us, her son's the quarterback of the team as well. So we've got some – uh players there good luck to them hopefully uh our support goes out to the firebirds of chaparral uh the the teachers if you, if you haven't heard this the teachers decided that you know what we just don't like the fact that that uh we don't think we're getting enough support and they they refuse to teach at the school force the schools to go back to online only, and tried to cancel all the sports to go along with it. And, and I'm thinking, you know, they're, they're frontline workers. I mean, they, they are. They're, you're import- Teachers are important. Yep. And, 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 you know, I think about the, you've been supported for Red for Red, right? Uh, we just had a, a on the ballot another tax initiative. That passed so teachers could get even more money, and then they turn their back on our kids. It, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible 
Uh, I hope uh, the, the the Firebirds there at Chaparral. I hope you're allowed uh, to play. They're in a semifinal matchup in the six A. Uh, to all the teams that made it, uh, good luck to you in Colorado. Man, we're on fire this year. Uh, our viewing area, the Eaton Reds, uh, they're in the championship of the two A. Uh, so good luck to the Reds, uh, the, uh, the community there in Eaton, a huge, uh, huge uh, following for Patriot Trading Group there in Eaton. Their their mascot, the Reds, it's an Indian, and and it's a it's a source of pride for the community of Eaton, and then they you know obviously with the Washington football team and all this this stuff about uh, the Indian mascots and all that, so. Uh, uh, but Eaton's like, no way. This is this is our pride. This is our town. We're we're the Reds. That's what we are. And it's 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 a it's not a negative or derogatory thing. And uh, they they they've withstood that. They're in the two A finals. The Rough Riders. A big shout out uh, to the Roosevelt Rough Riders from right there in Johnstown. The school is just down the street. Uh, from the radio station, we've done a lot of great things lately with the Rough Riders. Uh, and for the last two years since we've taken over uh, the radio station, they paint our windows. Uh, and, you know, we we make a donation, and they and the kids come and paint the windows for homecoming. Uh, we did the the drive by graduation. A lot of you remember that over the uh, over the summer because the, because of COVID, the the, the class of twenty twenty wasn't allowed to have a graduation. Uh, we we worked with uh, the Rough Riders there. They're in the three A state championships. Uh, uh, shout out to Mead as well. Mead was was in the playoffs, uh, but because of some COVID. Uh, things they they I think they called up some kids from from the JV and the freshmen as a reward and uh, even though I don't think they had any COVID tests because they mixed the players uh, they had to, they were banned from the playoffs uh, so our hearts go out to the kids at Mead and then Loveland Loveland's in the foray state finals there. Uh, so good luck to all, listen to all the teams. If I miss somebody out there, I apologize. Uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, but to all the all the kids out there uh, that uh, are able to play in these games, good luck to all of you. I hope you all uh, you know do well, uh, play with honor, play with pride, and and at least they're able to play because it's getting really dicey. Uh, the the things that are happening, like I said, I was talking about. Uh, Two big high schools here in Arizona, Chaparral Desert Mountain. Uh, I I don't understand. I I truly don't. Um, the the uh, the the teachers feel like they're not supported. I don't know what else we can do. I mean, every every time there's an initiative, it gets passed. Red for red, they got twenty twenty five percent pay raises to turn their backs on these kids. It's just. Shameful, in my opinion. Patriot Radio News Hour. Now that I've gotten that off my chest, how you doing? We'll be back right after the break. We're back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, here on the hump day. Uh, winding down 2020. And uh, if you're like me, you can't get here soon enough. Uh, Tough, tough year. I had a, a customer uh, called me up 
and was disappointed because I didn't tell my backup turkey story for Thanksgiving. And I apologize. I didn't know that so many of you looked forward to it. It was a thing I created four or five years ago uh, as a way to, you know, when you go uh, to someone's house for, for Thanksgiving or Christmas. I'm going to tell it today because it'll apply to Christmas as well. And, you know, you never get the good leftovers, right? You, or, you know, the the turkey and th- for Thanksgiving and Christmas, it depends, you know, uh, whether it's the ham, maybe it's the the, the prime rib or, or whatever they're, they're having. The, the, the main dish, you never get enough. Right, there's plenty of green bean casserole and maybe the yams or cranberry sauce. Right, there's plenty of that stuff. So one year I thought about it and I said, you know, I told my wife, I said, let's have a backup turkey. She kind of looked at me like, what? I said, yeah, it's perfect. Right, because we'll put it in the oven. Right when we're getting ready to leave. To go, and whether it's, again, Thanksgiving, Christmas, either one. Throw Easter in there, too. You can do it for any real holiday. And that way, you've got a time limit. Hey, you know, we we got to go because, you know, we, we got a turkey in the oven or or whatever it may be. We got a ham in the oven. So, you, so you're on a time limit. And then when you get back, right, you've got some good leftovers. So I apologize. I promise next year I'll try to remember to do it. But I want to listen. It's not just for Thanksgiving anymore. So just keep that in mind as we as we come to the the Christmas. I which I'm going to tell you right now. They're going to all tell us say there. Nobody go anywhere. Don't have Grandma and Grandpa come over for Christmas. Don't let the you know or the grandkids you know don't do that either. But anyway, the, the backup turkey, it applies to all holidays. Uh, so just just keep that in mind, especially, you know, because let's face it, sometimes when the family gets together, right, you know, maybe it's not, you know, usually, usually one of the spouses is like, yeah, all right. I mean, I know I got to, don't really want to, but I know I got to do it. Or maybe, you know, especially the kids, if you got older kids, Right, you know they, they don't want to do anything. I don't want to oh, hang out with my cousins. No way. Right? I got to sit at the kitty table. Right, all that backup turkey. That's all I'm saying. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Speaking of helping, you know, I try to do my best, and and I don't catch them all because there's so many. But when there's changes to the rules. When it comes to your finances, I try to bring them to you. You know, the last one was I, we talked about quite a bit was the change in the rules when it comes to the uh, FDIC insurance. And you go to FDIC.gov, and, and you'll, you can find it there. It's section, I think, 370A. I still get emails on it. Uh, and, and last week, we were doing some house cleaning and I actually threw out the the BMO Harris thing because I'd done it enough. And, and then, of course, uh, the other day someone emailed me and wanted the exact web address. I don't have it anymore. Uh, I, I apologize. I will say this. I went to it 
at the, at the FDIC website, and let me tell you right now, you had no idea what it said. And again, I say this all the time. I view myself, you know, I've got at least average intelligence. I mean, I'm not this. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, but I'm not an idiot. I had no idea what the FDIC was trying to say. And I went out to their website, and they had this. I mean, it's massive. Just this one rule looked like it was probably half a dozen pages long with this chart and and, and, and if you have this and that and, da, 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 and I read it all and I'm like I don't even know what they're trying to say and then of course when I read the letter uh, that BMO Harris Bank and, I, and I'm giving props to them because at least they were letting them their customers know I've had not one other person say they got notified by their bank it was amazing what they were saying Right, you know, and I, and I won't rehash it all. You guys, uh, if you've listened, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Well, now there's a new thing at work. There's surveillance state. Listen, it's coming. The digital currency is coming. By the way, we'll talk about that. Remember, I told you uh, right before Thanksgiving, get ready for everyone singing the praises of digital currency. Uh, it it's it started. We'll get to it. But there's something called the travel rule. Now, this rule has been in effect for a long time. Since I want to say, uh, I don't think it was the Bank Secrecy Act of 1970. I think this one came into effect, I believe, in 1996. Okay, And it's called the travel rule. And what they want to do is the government wants to lower the threshold for when the banks have to collect data on you. Now, right now, the threshold, and most people probably don't even know uh, what the threshold is, it's only $3,000. And let me tell you what it is. The Federal Reserve along with the Treasury Department, okay? So this is this is who's doing this. So think about Jay Powell. And right now it's Stephen Mnuchin getting ready to be Janet Yellen. Where did, what was her last job? Oh, that's right, head of the Federal Reserve. Don't worry. Don't panic. It's okay. It's all for our own good. We're spying on you for your own good. You better have some gold and silver. That's all I'm telling you. You know it, and you know I'm right. So they want to expand the travel rule to capture international funds transfers above $250. Really? That seems like an awfully small amount, right? Wait, wait. Oh, I'm going to send 300 bucks to to my family back in Mexico or whatever it may be, or maybe you've got a son uh, that's on a mission abroad or or whatever it may be. Who knows? Right? The world's a much smaller place now. Currently, financial institutions are required to make certain 
reports on customers when they send international transactions in excess of $3,000. Of course, this is a threshold was first adopted in 1996, so it was 96. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of you are like, well, that's just international transfers. I don't send money overseas. I don't have to worry. Mm, not so fast. Yeah. See, the, the, the thing about these rules is there's a lot of different things that go into it. One of them is, oh, by the way, if you're doing stuff domestically, yeah, we want to know about that as well. We'll get to that in a second. So here's how it works. Let's just say you wanted to send, you know, five grand, okay? Person goes to their bank, tells them where they'd like to send the money, right? A lot of us commonly would know this as what? A wire. Hey, I want to send a wire, right? That's what it's called. And you, you provide the account information of the other person, Transfer the wire, and you pay a fee. Of course, got to pay a fee. Tells them where they'd like to send the money. By law, the bank must collect and store certain identifying data to the receiving financial institution, including the name and address and the account information of the sender and the receiver. And this has changed. You know, used to be, I send lots of wires. I get lots of wires. Used to be, I would send people, here's my, here's our account information. Here's the name of the account. Here's the routing number. And here's my account number. That was all you needed. It's changed now. Now I've got to give you the address of my bank. Which, by the way, I wonder if I've got to change it now because the address of the bank and that's that address is where you opened your account. They just closed that branch, so I'm, I'm probably got to change it now. But you got to provide a lot more information than you had in the past. The bank must store that data for at least five years. It isn't immediately shared with the government unless it's ter- determined to be suspicious enough to trigger a suspicious activity report or SAR. Of course, remember, we did the show about that, what triggers, what doesn't trigger, right, all of these things. And a lot of times when the teller is asking you questions, like you go to the teller, hey, I want, give me $5,000 in cash. And maybe you got 50, 100 grand in the bank. And they're like, what? Well, what do you need that for? And a lot of you are right now, you're, you're listening, nodding, you're like going, yup, that's what they did. Yup, yup. They, you know, questions, you're like, dude, none of your business. That's because the screen's telling them. That's because the screen is telling them, hey, ask these questions because they're filling out. The information doesn't necessarily mean they're sharing it with the government, but some algorithm runs. They may say, you know, that's a little suspicious to us. Boom, off it goes. You don't even know what happened. 
The bad part is the bank stores it for years. And any time the government wants, it can go back and get it all. Now, here's where where it gets gets really kind of interesting when we're looking at this travel rule. The rule also applies to domestic funds transfers. Now, they're not asking for that amount to be lowered. But anything over $3,000 gets recorded, just, just in case you didn't know. And, of course, here's the problem. It can be any amount. And when you go to the digital currency, everything is recorded. Everything. The Treasury Department understands the distinction between Oh, by the way, the cryptos, that's all in here. And I think any any crypto transfer, as far as what it looks like, is that's going to be 250 bucks. in case uh, you, you wanted to know. So uh, when you're sending a wire, just know if it's over three grand, and, and let's face it, most wires you send, you know, you don't send wires for small, yeah, just write a check. So, so it's kind of funny. I would love to see how many wires are above three grand or are below three grand. I'd, I'd venture to say very few, right? The vast majority of them, uh, 90 plus percent of them, I guarantee you are over that amount. Yeah, they create a little report. They're always watching. And now with the digital currency ready to come on, they're going to be watching a lot more. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we return, who's talking about digital? Yes, now, a lot of people, they may not worry about this travel rule. But, of course, in today's environment where banking, a lot of banking is done online, all of that applies. Okay? All of it. And, and I'll just use things like maybe you're making a donation to a political party. Or, heaven forbid, the NRA, or anything else of that matter. The government going to be storing all this data, and at any point in time, they go to the financial institutions and say, "What did you up here? It all is." And of course, with the digital that's coming. Now it's everything, right? There's no escaping it. And I told you a week and a half ago, get ready for the onslaught of central bankers telling us how great these digital currencies are going to be. And it begins. Christine Lagarde, she is now the head of the Euro. She's the Jay Powell for the euro. Remember, she used to be at the IMF. Right? It's just, I mean, it, it, it's like nepotism uh, at its worst when it comes to banking now, right? All these powerful players uh, are, are, are aligning, kind of like Janet Yellen's now going to be the Treasury Secretary. That should scare the hell out of you. So here's what they've come up with. 
all the digital currencies that exist today. I think for most of us, we think of Bitcoin. Okay, They have a word for what they call these coins. They're calling them stable coins. So the whole stable, right? Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, and all these others. And there's there's a bunch of them. Christine Lagarde says they threaten financial security. They do? How? How do they threaten financial security? It's kind of a pretty intimidating statement. Well, we don't want that. And really what she's saying is, hey, we can't let them compete. Just like we can't let gold compete. Because if we let them compete, our financial security is going to be wrecked. If widely adopted, according to the European Central Bank president, in an article that was published on Monday, in the piece, she makes a bullish case for a digital euro Apparently, that will not endanger or threaten the financial security, right? The other coins will, but, but not, not the, the digital euros, okay. And the digital dollar, that's okay, too. Heck, even a digital red envy, that's good. But if you're outside of us, uh-uh-uh. Made a bullish case for the digital euro while throwing shade. Yeah, throwing shade. I like that. At rivals such as cryptocurrencies and other stable coins, digital assets, the values of which are pegged to fiat currencies. Well, I don't know that they're pegged. That's really not true. In other words, it, it operates independently of. How's that? Lagarde said the main risk of cryptos is a feature that crypto components consider a plus. <laughs> Again, I've been saying this from day one. I love crypto. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. They're never going to let it happen all of the cryptos they're going to work out all the kinks and do work out all the bugs and do all that stuff when all the other digitals come that's what i worry they're going to lock it all up that's my fear because there's no way they're going to allow us to compete against them it's a threat to their financial security she's right because here's what she means well what if all these people only having their bank accounts, enough digital dollars or digital euros, and then they take all the ones they don't need and they put it in, you know, same thing. What if they put it all in the gold and silver? What if they put it all into Bitcoin or all these other coins? We're going to be financially insolvent then. Remember, if there's no money in the bank, they can't lend out any money, right? You know, think about it that way. So what we consider a plus, namely, that the cryptos rely purely on technology. Okay. 
maybe. I don't know that that's a plus. Okay. You show me a mousetrap, and I'll show you a way to, to go get around it. Well, then we'll build a better mousetrap. Well, then, you know, there's a better way to get around You know, that's always the problem with technology. No matter how secure we think we are, there's always a hacker somewhere. But here's the part that really is a plus. And that there is no identifiable issuer or claim, right? It's supposed to be super top secret. Now, I will tell you, it's not quite as top secret as we hoped. Lately, they've been making a lot of arrests. I don't know, but, you know, quite a few arrests of these uh, crypto guys, mostly like the hackers, that get paid in crypto, somehow they're able to track them down through the uh, cryptocurrency itself. So, you know, I'm not sure that it's quite, you know, again, right? technology, you can do a lot of different things. As a result, Lagarde said cryptocurrencies suffer from lack of liquidity, stability, and trust and therefore do not fulfill all the functions of money. There you have it. Of course, I think a lot of us would be like, I trust the crypto a whole lot more than I trust my own bank. This is why, why do you think people call my phone every day? And they're putting gold and silver away. Because they trust what's happening? No, it's the exact opposite. It's a lack of trust. She, she noted that while the cryptos are trying to fix these issues, it poses serious risk. Using a crypto as a store of value could trigger a large shift of bank deposits to the coins. Oh, there you have it. That's why I say it. I think Bitcoin's great, but be careful. Because I think when the whole digital stuff does happen, they're probably going to ban it. That's my guess. But boy, they're getting us ready, aren't they? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's up uh, $15 now. Uh, let's just call it eighteen thirty silver silver. Uh, at $24.10, uh, it just went positive uh, as well. Uh, right now, we've got U.S. $20 gold pieces at 2055 and rolls as U.S. Silver Eagles at $600. Uh, so uh, rolls of Silver Eagles below $6 now. So uh, really great opportunities in uh, both of those, uh, the gold price, especially the 20s. I mean, you're thinking, you know, $20 gold piece right now, really? It should probably be somewhere closing in on 2500 You know, so for 2055 uh, just a, it's a bargain. Believe me, it's a bargain. You start thinking about what's coming now. And I told you, I told you this was going to happen. All these central bankers are going to tell you how great the Bitcoin or the digital dollar, digital euro is at the same time, bad mouth the Bitcoins and the cryptos. And really all the things they're saying about it is what we worry about with our own currencies. Privacy, 
lack thereof, runs on the currency. By the way, the dollar, uh, 91.1, a new uh, multi-year low on the dollar. Listen, I told you, it's all coming. The next leg down in the dollar is going to happen here in 2021. Uh, gold's going to be a huge benefit. I know there's a, a little so listen, a sell-off during a holiday, uh, you know, only a buying opportunity. That's all it is. That's all it is right now. And by the way, on the 20, I want to be clear on this. 2055 for we we got like 38 at that price and then we got to go up a grade cuz the 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 great there's just not a there's not a lot of gold out there and and now we're starting to see these premiums stretch out uh you know all of a sudden like the the almost uncirculated they used to be 10 or 15 dollars more you're talking about 50 70 80 dollars a coin more uh in rising so get in uh, don't be afraid. Don't, don't. I'm not talking about putting your toe in the water. It's time to get in. 800-951-0592. Uh, Cyber Monday. And they've been talking about, oh, man, you know, no one's going out to the store. They're talking about Black Friday. Traffic was down 50-something percent. I'm like, okay. Then I would expect the cyber to be up at least 50%, right? I mean, still, more people still buy crap at the store than they do online. But here was the numbers, right? This is what they're telling us is they're getting all geeked up about. Cyber Monday, which was this Monday, last year they did $9.4 billion. And the way they've been acting, Man, you thought, okay, well, God, this number's got to be like $20 billion. You know, something like that's got to be big. It was big. It was a record. But it was only $10.8 billion. I was like, that's it? That's, that's not even 20%. It's a big slowdown. It, 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 and again, and I only point that out because I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it was so low. And they're acting like, you know, it, it's so huge. It's not. ADP, private payrolls, they came out with their number today. It was only 300,000, 307,000. And that's, you know, you got to think about this. This is a November number. This number, that was way low. I mean, that's like, that would have been a bad number last November. I would, I, maybe not bad, but that would have been like, eh, you know, holiday hiring, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was a big miss. They were expecting a number of about 500,000. Uh, they, they, they did 404,000 in October, so about 100,000 less uh, than October. The smallest gain uh, since July, you know, because the lockdowns and all of that, uh, all of those uh, things uh, that were going on, you know, and of course they're saying that uh, the the ADP numbers they're 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 a little wonky. I don't love them, but it's a good indicator. Uh, according to them, hospitality was the leader, which that kind of worries me. 
right? Because of the of all the shutdowns that are happening again, uh, of the jobs created, uh, they're they're saying that a third of the three hundred thousand was hospitality related type jobs. Uh, small companies added a hundred thousand, while big business only added fifty thousand. Uh, that was the ADP uh, service industry provided the bulk of the jobs. Two seventy six with leisure and hospitality uh, being the high the high end of that number. Education and health services uh, were the other two big gainers in the ADP. Tomorrow we're going to get jobless claims again. Right, and of course this number's been over seven hundred thousand every single week. Uh, and then Friday we'll get the government number. So a uh, couple more big reports that are going to be out uh, in the next couple of days. We'll keep our eye on that as uh, gold has responded again, adding more the dollar under pressure uh, because it looks like right things are the the, the the slowdown is accelerating, which I think a lot of us understand as the government. If they're not going to keep stimulus going, uh, we, we got a problem. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Wednesday coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Not too many car companies report sales, but Ford still does on a monthly basis. Ford says November sales down twenty one percent. The F one fifty pickup truck that's the bread and butter of ford down 46 percent compared with november of 2019 overall sales again down 20 uh 21 percent uh share stock down only one percent by the way ford's ford stock's only down one percent for the year i mean i mean i don't know how that works right sales are down 21 percent stock's not down at all i i okay whatever uh, but again, I don't know how you have these GDP numbers and all this re- ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you start looking, right? We know airline travel right over the Thanksgiving holiday was down sixty percent. It's down sixty percent every every week, sixty seventy percent. I was saying car sales, and you know, Ford is probably a pretty good indicator. They're all probably in the same ballpark, down about twenty percent. Right? I mean, the, the, it just doesn't make any sense. And again, we're in this bubblicious type stock environment, uh, a bubble in the housing market caused by the Fed, right? Caused by the central bank buying rates down. But the 10-year note, I don't know yet too early to tell. But, and I think this is what's going to happen for 2021. We're going to get rising yields and a falling dollar. That's usually not how it happens. Uh, the 10-year note today made a run at 1%. Didn't quite get there, but made, made another run at 1%. I think right now it's sitting at like 0.97. And again, the dollar hitting a new low today, uh, 91.1. Well, new, not an all-time record low, but a, a multi-year low in the dollar. I expect the dollar uh, to be well into the 80s. Uh, come 2021, let's keep our eyes on the bond market, though. Again, 
all of this debt that we've got to continue to sell and roll over the treasury. We haven't talked a lot lately uh, about the treasury demand, but a lot of it's not great. Right? There's just too much. Uh, I fully expect in the next, say, six months, and it may and. And I'm thinking it could very well be even earlier than that. But within the next six months, I think we're going to hear that our central bank is going to take over as the clearinghouse for the treasury market. And, the, and there's only one reason to do that. Not enough of it's being bought in, in the, the, the banks that are acting as the clearinghouses. They can't take them. That's too much. I, I can't buy it all. Right, I, I don't have the money to buy it all. And so uh, I think we're going to see a, uh, a couple of things happening here for gold. I thought they would, you know, we thought stimulus would already be done. It didn't. We got a little, you know, what I'll call a little BS sell-off. Stimulus is coming again. Okay. It's, it's going to come. We're going to get an announcement from the, tr- uh, from the central bank. Debt purchases are going to jump significantly from the 120 billion a month plus i think they're going to name themselves as the clearing house uh because we got a fundamental problem here and again uh be ready for it i think they're the very bullish things coming down the pipe for gold here plus the dollar i think the dollar is going to get ready uh to start this next uh seven to ten year down cycle u.s 20s listen 2055 rolls of silver eagles at 600 800 951 0592. Everybody take care. God bless.